Welcome to the Progressive Property Podcast. Helping you invest in property for freedom, choice and profit. You'll learn new, innovative and multiple streams of property income. Whether you want to start, scale or systemize. And even if you don't have deposits. Hi, I'm Peter Jones, Chartered Surveyor, Author and Property Investor. And this is the Progressive Property Podcast. And it just so happens that today, this week's episode happens to fall on the 1st of January 2019. So I can't let that go by without talking about all the stuff that we usually talk about on the, at the beginning of the year. Our plans for the future, our hopes, our aspirations, all of that kind of stuff. So this is going to be very much all around planning 2019 to be our best year ever. Now, if you rewind, and you have to rewind quite a long way, actually, to the 2nd of January 2018, all the way back to episode 56, you'll know that I took you through five steps which will help you to set your goals. Now, that as a process is an ongoing process, and I set my goals regularly. I don't just do it on the 1st of January, by the way, but, you know, there's something which is nice and neat about thinking about this stuff at the beginning of the year, isn't there? The new year holds so much potential. It's a clean slate and we can all start again. And if we didn't quite achieve what we wanted to achieve in 2018, we can sort of reset our sights and see if we can achieve it in 2019. But the process which I took you through this time last year is still a great process. And so I'd encourage you to wind back to episode 56, the 2nd of January 2018, and go through that five-step process. But what I thought might be fun today is to give you an alternative. In fact, actually, I would suggest you do both and don't just sort of opt for one or the other. Do the five-step process, but also go through this process, which I'm about to take you through as well. There may be some overlap. It doesn't matter. It's all good stuff. And it's worth putting the extra time into planning 2019 because I'm sure most of us would want 2019 to be a fantastic year. I'm sure most of us would want 2019 to be a better year than 2018. I don't see why we wouldn't. So go through this process as well. So I'm going to take you through a process which was actually developed by co-founder of Progressive, Mr. Rob Moore. It's not my intellectual property. I'm being totally honest about this up front, but I think it's a great little thing to go through, a great exercise. And I don't know how long this is going to take you. It might take you an hour or more. You certainly want to probably sit down with a pad of paper and a pen and do this. If you're a bit more techy, you could use your tablet. Personally, I like writing. There's something about holding a pen in my hand which engages parts of my brain which don't usually get engaged, if that makes sense. And, you know, it doesn't quite happen when I'm working on a keyboard. So I try it both ways. Try using a pen and a pad of paper and see if you stimulate those grey cells which don't usually get stimulated. You may get different answers and more insights. I don't know. So I'm going to take you through a process and there's actually 17 steps. Now don't go, oh, Peter, that sounds like hard work, because potentially this is 17 steps that could change your life. So without further ado, shall we crack on? Shall we plan 2019? Shall we commit now to making 2019 the best year that we've ever had? Yes? Great. In which case, let's do this then. So with your pad and your paper, get your pen out. And write at the top B goals, as in B-E, not just the letter B, because we haven't done A yet, but B goals, B-E, what I want to be. Basically, what we're going to think about is 
Who do I want to be? How do I want to be known? How do I want to be remembered? Who do I want to be? How do I want to be known? How do I want to be remembered? And I want you to write down five goals. I'm going to just stop for two minutes. I'm going to ask Harry, the techie guy, if you can actually put some sort of thinking music in behind the scenes here. And I'm just going to stop and let you finish. Who do I want to be? How do I want to be known? How do I want to be remembered? Go! Okay, well, I hope you got five answers to that. Sorry, didn't mean to make you jump. There we go. Let's go on to the next bit. My vision, legacy and cause. My vision, legacy and cause. Now, I want you to write one sentence on how you change the world. Now, at the moment, you might have not have changed the world. You might just be planning on changing the world. But just imagine that you have changed the world. Just imagine that whatever it is you want to happen in 2019 and the impact that's going to have on the world... Imagine that's happened and just write one sentence on how you change the world through that. So under the heading, my vision, legacy and cause, one sentence on how I change the world. Go. Okay, great. Hope you've done that. If you haven't, don't move on until you have. No cheating. Section number three. Write down my mission and purpose. My mission and purpose. Now here... I want you to write one sentence on how you arrived at changing the world. What is it you actually did that caused that impact that you've now just written in the previous section? What is it you actually did that helps you to change the world? So have a think about this. And I understand at the moment this is all a bit hypothetical because you haven't really done it yet. But if you imagine that you're standing on, I don't know, January the 1st, 2020, looking back on 2019, what was it you did that helped you to change the world? What was it? Just to write that. Go. Great. Okay. You're getting good at this. We're on a roll. Let's carry on. Now, I want you to write down the next heading, which is what am I the very best at? What am I the very best at? And I want you to write between one and five things that you become the very best at when you serve your mission. So you've just written down what your mission and purpose is. You've just written down what you're going to do to change the world. So what are the five things that you need to become very good at in order to change the world and in order to fulfill your mission? Write those one to five things down. And by the way, at this stage, I would suggest that you don't get into all the negative mind stuff. You'll be thinking to yourself, well, I probably need to do this, but actually, I don't think I can do that. Rubbish. Of course you can. We can all do it. We just don't believe we can do it. So don't hamper yourself don't hinder yourself write down five things that you need to become the very best at to serve your mission to do the thing that you say you're going to do write down those five things go great this is a fantastic exercise isn't it and by the way if you want to put it on pause and spend longer that's absolutely fine but if you're going to do that i want you to make me a promise I want you to promise me that you will finish this whole exercise and you won't just sort of put it on pause and then walk off, make a cup of tea and forget all about it. You've got to finish this exercise. It's for your good. So do it. Next section, my values. Interesting one. The one to eight things that are most important to me in my life. Now, this is a really big subject. And if you've heard Dr. Martini talk and he's spoken at Progressive, you can find his stuff online. 
He's got books which are hundreds of pages long, all about how to discover your values. I haven't got time to go into all that now. But let me just give you sort of an idea from my own experience. When people used to ask me to list my values, because I'm a, a hopefully a loving father and a loving husband, I always used to put down as my top values my wife and my family before I got into the nitty gritty of things like, you know, property fortunes and all that kind of stuff. It was only when I went through the process of actually thinking who I really am and what really makes me tick that I realised actually, and I don't mean this in a mean way to my family, please don't judge me for saying this, I'm just being completely honest with you, I realised that actually my highest value is freedom. And it's freedom that makes me do the things that I do. Now, I love my wife very much. I love my family very much. They are very, very dear and important to me. But the thing that makes me tick is freedom. I love my freedom. In a previous podcast, I was telling you about how I love to go to my apartment in Portugal and sit on the balcony in the sunshine and just chill. When the world gets too much for me, I can go and hide. It's great. It's freedom. I can walk on the beach. I can just let thoughts go through my head. I don't have any pressure from other people demanding stuff from me. I don't have to get up and go to a nine-to-five job. This is why I think property has been so important to me. It's not about property. My value isn't anything to do with property. It's not even really anything to do with money. It's the money which allows me to do the thing which I really want to do, which is to be free. And so when I thought about what are my values, I came up with a list of six. Now, I want you to come up with a list of one to eight, but my six were basically freedom and financial freedom. Number two on my list was travels, holidays and fun. Number three was relationships and people, and that's where I think I would sort of count my wife and my family. Now, as I say, I'm not saying that they're not any more important or any less important than my other values, but it's just that I'm looking for the things that drive me as a person. Clearly, I'd be, you know, I need my wife to cope with life. And and you know that. If you've met me, you realise that I actually, you know, despite my dulcet tones on the podcast, I'm a bit of a mess, really, and I need my wife and my family, and that's all good. But relationships and people actually come after the freedom and the travel and the holidays and the fun. Next on my list, personal growth and self-development. Sometimes people ask me, why do I do the trainings at Progressive if I'm such a successful property investor? because I want personal growth and self-development. And then number six on my list is education and training. I love being trained. I love being educated. I love learning new stuff. And then even more importantly, I love implementing the new stuff which I learn. So here we are. You'll need more than two minutes for this, maybe five minutes. So maybe you should just put yourself on pause for a bit, spend five to ten minutes or however long you need coming up with a list of one to eight things that are most important to you in your life, what you could call your values. Go. Great. How are you getting on? I hope you're doing this diligently. This is going to make such a profound difference to you if you actually work through this process. So please do do it. So grab your pen again. We're going to write down a new heading. And the new heading is my roles in my business. Brackets, K-R-A's, key responsibility areas my roles in my business. And I want you to write down one to five most important vision roles that you must stick to in your business or your cause. So what is it in your business that you need to be doing? What is it your roles are going to be in your business, which are going to make your business work? So I suppose in my business, in my property business, one of my key roles has actually been the strategic thinker. My key role has been the strategic planner. 
my key role is raising finance. My key, one of my key roles is finding deals. You think about what the key roles are for you. You've got a few minutes, put me on pause, spend as long as you want. Well, I suggest you don't spend more than 10 minutes though, because you might just disappear altogether. And I want you to come back and finish this exercise. So spend five to 10 minutes writing down what the most important vision roles are going to be in your business. Go. Fantastic. Okay, next heading we need to write down is do goals. D-O, do goals, the things we're going to do. So what are the significant goals you're going to achieve? What are the significant things you're going to be accredited for? What are the landmarks in your life, in your business going to be? And I want you to write down at least five goals. If you want to make it more simple, then I guess you could probably just say, what are your five main goals for 2019? If you want to sort of specialise a little bit, you could have what are your five goals in your business? What are your five goals in your family life? What are your five goals in your spiritual life? You use this time as you think fit. So you could end up with multiple goals or you could end up with five. Try starting with five goals in your property business or in your financial freedom plan or whatever is relevant to you. And then you can take it wider should you wish. So put me on pause spend a bit of time on this, five significant goals for 2019. Good. This is fun, isn't it? Are you allowing yourselves to dream big? The bigger you think, the more you will achieve, by the way. Don't be scared of thinking big. Now, similarly, we've got some more goal setting here. So write down, have goals. Have goals. Now, these are the things that you're going to own. These are the things that you're going to get your hands on. So these are kind of like in Rob's world, he says these are the opulent material items which he desires. So at one stage, he obviously had his Lamborghini and his Ferraris and stuff. You will have different goals, things which resonate with you as a person. By the way, it doesn't have to be Ferraris and Lamborghinis, although you might like that. But what is it that you really want to have? Think about five things that you want to have and write them down now. Fantastic. Now let's think about our health and fitness. This is very, very important. Why? Because if you're not healthy and if you're not fit, it's going to be so much harder to achieve your goals. And, you know, I'm not trying to preach at you. This is somebody who has spent a lot of their life being unhealthy and unfit saying this. This last year, I've tried to do something about it. I've lost almost three stone, which I'm quite proud of. But I know that it's a remorseless, relentless battle, isn't it? So I will certainly be setting health and fitness goals myself. So what I want you to do is I want you to set five health and fitness goals to achieve in 2019. Five health and fitness goals to achieve in 2019. It might be what you eat. It might be the amount of water that you drink, something we often forget about. But you need to drink loads and loads of water. Maybe you need to up your intake. Maybe you need to take supplements. Maybe you need to get a regular exercise regime in place or a more varied exercise regime in place. You know what you need. You write it down. Five goals. Go. Good job. You're doing a great job there. Let's keep the momentum up. Right. Our next set of goals. I want five business goals. Now, slightly different to what we did earlier, but these are the nitty gritty goals. So I want you to think about things like the turnover of your business. How much profit are you going to make in 2019? Do you need staff? In which case, how many? How much cash do you need in the bank in order to be able to feel comfortable and to function as a business? What services are you going to create? What types of property are you going to buy? Get into the nitty gritty. I want five business goals starting 
now. Okay, good job. Now this one's probably going to surprise you a little bit, but you know, it's not all about us. I know we talk about this term giving back. I know some people don't actually like the term giving back, but there we are. It's a good thing to do though, isn't it? It's not all about us. There's more to life than just grabbing stuff and trying to hang on to it. So let's think about our giving goals. Let's think about the things that we're going to give or do for others. What are you going to give others? What are you going to do for others? So this could be giving to charity. It could be giving blood, something as simple as that. It could just be helping in your local community in some way. So you've got a few minutes, five goals, five giving goals, so you can give back. Now, here we go, going to almost the complete opposite. We're going to get onto the money goals. Some of you have been thinking, Peter, just tell me about the money. Well, this is where you can do that. But actually, you know, life's more just money, isn't it? Not trying to be sanctimonious about it, but as I said earlier, in my life, the money is just a means to an end to allow me to do the stuff that I really want to do. There's very few of us who actually just want to have a big pile of money, although some of us do. And I'm not judging, by the way. If you don't judge me, I won't judge you. How about that for a deal? So let's think about money, money goals. Now, this is where I want you to think very specifically about what you as a person want. So there's five goals here, which I want you to think about. So write down money goals. And then under that, we're going to have a list. So write this list down as I dictated. Number one is net worth. What net worth do you want to have by the end of 2019? Number two is cash in bank. How much cash do you want to have in the bank at the end of 2019? Number three, we could loosely call salary, although if you're self-employed and you're running your own part-time business, perhaps earnings or income is going to be more appropriate, or even maybe profit. So what salary or earnings or income or profit do you want to have by the end of 2019? Number four, how much do you want to have invested passively? It's always good to have a little bit of cash on hand for a rainy day. That could be like your ISA fund. So how much cash do you want sort of like tucked away? This is different to cash in the bank. Cash in the bank is there, which is sort of readily liquid. This is less liquid. It's giving you a little bit of, you know, return, but it's still there just in case. So it's like an emergency fund. How much do you want in your emergency fund? And then number five, how much passive income do you want coming in? Now, maybe that's going to be the same as salary, which we thought about in three, or maybe it's not. You know how you're going to structure things. If it's not relevant, don't fill it in. But if you're going to have maybe some earned income and some unearned income, maybe you put the unearned income here under passive income. You decide, you know what's right for you. So a few minutes to write down your money goals. Good stuff. This is exciting, isn't it? I hope you're planning a really good 2019. Next section. Write this down. Investing goals. Investing goals. So let's have a think about this. Again, write this list down with me and then come back and fill it in. So number one on our list is property. What are your property goals? How many properties? What cash flow from your properties? How much equity are you going to have in your properties? Write down what your property is going to be giving you by 2000 at the end of 2019. Number two on the list. Are you going to invest in stocks? Stocks, maybe. uh, Yeah, maybe. Write it down. Write down what you're going to be investing here. What about unit trusts? Maybe. Yeah, could be. Or some kind of bonds. I don't know. 
And if it's not relevant to you, then just put a big fat zero. doesn't matter. Number three, physical stuff. About gold, gold coins, maybe. Watches, art. That can be good as well. Need a balanced portfolio. Now, property could be the prime. It's a bit like 70, 20, 10. We talk about a progressive. Maybe a 70s property. But maybe you've got a 20 in gold and watches. Maybe you've got a 10 in stocks or vice versa. I don't know. So number three, those physical gold watches, art, all that other stuff. And then number four, other. Maybe there's things which you know about, which I don't know about, which you want to invest in in 2019 to give you a balanced portfolio. So put that down as well. Isn't this good stuff? We're getting somewhere with this, aren't we? I hope. Hope you're filling it all in and taking the time to do this. Getting to the end now. Next thing we need to think about is our education goals for 2019. Education is so important. We can overlook this. We can be a little bit cynical or progressive or an education company. They're bound to say it, but it's true. The reason why I've been able to do the things that I do is because I've learned how to do them. It's pure as simple as if you don't have the education, you don't know what you don't know. So we need to get educated. So I'm going to give you a list here and then you can come back to it and you can think about what you're going to put into this list as the answers once you've written the list down. So education goals. Number one, what books are you going to read? And by the way, in this day and age, it it might not even be reading books. It could be audios. We'll come to that in a moment. Number two, what courses do you think you need to attend? What courses are going to help you to do even more than you're doing now? Think about the courses. By the way, don't have to be progressive courses, but it would be great if they were, obviously. What courses do you want to do? Number three, audios. So if there's audio books that you want to listen to, what audio books? Write them down. What mentorships do you want to take on? As a mentee, that is, not as a mentor. But who would you like to be mentored by? Can you get yourself mentored by that person? Have you done VIP? You need to do VIP at Progressive, for example. Write it down here. And then last on the list, what biographies and autobiographies do you need to study? Maybe films or books. What great people have done great things that you can learn from? Who are they? Write them down. So a few minutes. Hope you've written that list down. A few minutes to have a think about that. Fill that in. Start planning how you're going to get yourself educated in 2019. Almost done. On to the penultimate section. I want you to write down network goals. Network goals. Now, Rob Moore says that, you know, your your network is your net worth and all that kind of stuff. And if you listen to Rob teaching on this, he will say and suggest from his own experience, and let's face it, he's done pretty well. So he, I imagine he knows what he's talking about. He says that we should spend half our time networking. Why? Because when you go networking, that's how you're going to raise finance and that's how you're going to find deals. So let's have a think about this then. I want you to write down a list of five people who you want to have in your black book. In other words, the, the book, if you had one, and it's a figure of speech, really. But if you had a little book where you write down people's details, people who, when you come across a deal, you can ring them up and ask for the finance, for example, who would be in your network? Who do you want to meet? Who do you want to get to know? Is there anybody out there who you've thought, I wish I knew them, or I could learn so much if I knew them, or I'd be able to raise finance if I knew them? So five people to go into your network for you to approach. By the way, not just about writing the names down, but with the intent that during 2019, you will add them to your network. So go. And now, 
the last section and actually this is probably one of the it's all been exciting but this is probably one of the most exciting sections and that's why I keep the best till last because what I want you to do now is to write down lifetime goals lifetime goals and there's no limit to this I want you to just keep adding them as you create them and these could be be goals, they could be do goals, they could be have goals, they could be give goals, they could be legacy goals, they could be cause goals, it's whatever you want it to be. And just keep adding to them. And I suggest that you get uh, some means of being able to add over time. Perhaps you have something like Evernote or something where you have lifetime goals set up as a note on Evernote or a similar uh, piece of software like that so that when you're out and about and you think of a goal, you can add it. So for me, for example, because I've been encouraged to think this way by the long-suffering Mrs. Jones, I want to go to India. So that's one of my lifetime goals. But I love the idea of travelling. I want to go to Canada, where I've never been. I want to do that. There's all sorts of things which I'd like to do in my lifetime. There's all sorts of things which you'd love to do in your lifetime. So start writing your lifetime goals. And pause when you're ready to do that, because that could, you know, it's an ongoing thing. It could be something you think about for a long time. You could keep coming back to it. It's an ongoing list. So I'm going to give you a couple of minutes just to get yourself started, but don't think that's it by any means. Keep adding to that list everything that you want to be, everything you want to do, everything you want to have, everything you want to give, your legacy and your cause, everything. Just write it all down. And by the way, there's no right or wrong answers. This is your life. It's not my life. Nobody's going to be looking over your list saying, oh, that's a stupid goal. You write down what you think is right for you. So there we are. I hope you've spent the time doing that because that's been a fantastic exercise. If you have, you are really well prepared for 2019. And as I say, go back to the earlier episode as well, where I'll take you through the five-step process as well. If you do both together, you're going to get off to such a fantastic start in the new year. Now, by the way, goal setting isn't just something we do on January the 1st. I mean, we think of this because people set New Year's resolutions And if you've listened to that previous episode, you'll know that I actually don't like New Year's resolutions. The thing about New Year's resolutions is they tend to be negative and not positive. It's usually about giving something up or stopping something rather than actually going out and starting something and creating and achieving. So I don't like it. And you don't have to just set your goals on January the 1st. Actually, goal setting should be something that you do on a regular basis. I would suggest that you probably review what you've just written every month. You might even review it every week. I don't know. It's not something which is just a one-off. It's it's a living, breathing document that sort of grows with you. So just keep going back to it. And if you need to change something, then change it. One thing which I think worries a lot of people is, well, what if I want to achieve this goal, but I don't achieve it by the end of 2019? Well, so what? If you haven't achieved it by the end of 2019, achieve it by the end of 2020, just so long as you don't let yourself off the hook and say, okay, I won't bother. No, give it a good go. But you know, if you don't manage to do it this year, don't beat yourself up. Just carry on doing it and achieve it next year. It's your list. It's your life. You're the one who's got to take responsibility for your life. And it's you who's got to change it. You're the one who's got to take the actions to change your life. So thank you, Rob, for producing that. Rob developed this process, actually, to keep himself motivated and to keep himself accountable and focused on his most important goals. And if you use this, you can harness one of Rob's key techniques to keep himself on track. And one of the key techniques which Rob has used to grow his wealth and his business massively And I've watched him grow his business massively. This clearly works. So if it works, do it. And I hope you have a lot of fun with it. So there we are. Oh, I feel exhausted now, but in a good way. 
I've been Peter, Peter Jones, by the way, if you want to come over to my website and meet me properly, come over to thepropertyteacher.co.uk, thepropertyteacher.co.uk, where you'll find my blog and loads of resources. There's some free stuff you can download, like free uh, special reports, and there's some e-books which you can buy off me. Am I allowed to say that? Well, there we are, I've said it. And all sorts of good stuff. And until next week... When you come back to the Progressive Property Podcast, here's to successful property investing. And by the way, Happy New Year. And let's make 2019 a massive, massive year. A year to be proud of. A year to be excited about.